Like twin sons on a womp rat's tail, welcome back to the Tumbling Saber Podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Mia culpa time, guys. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is the Ray Parker thing? Well, that's your Mia culpa. That's you. <laughs> you you need to stand up and apologize for that. I was just seeing who's listening. <laughs> yeah. You guys obviously weren't. I was I, no, I I just, I let it slide. I can't just keep what? How could you let that slide? I can't just I can't well, interject I every time. It's like I don't know. You uh, felt bad for me. You felt pity. Well, I, I don't like, even know who Ray Park is, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Turn in your fan card, Corey. Uh, it's not small. Oh, you're an idiot, man! Come on. Yeah. Why, why would you? Why would you even answer? Like, just let it go, man. Everybody knows I'm joking. Jesus. Uh you get me going sometimes. You, yeah, I never I know, know I, you, Carlos. I have that. I have that effect on people. <laughs> what? And, <laughs> uh, no, no, hold on. And we leave that right there. All right. Oh. <laughs> so, yes, the mea culpa was from last mm. week, and we were all here. We all heard it, and maybe I don't know if we all agreed, but uh, during the Boba Fett teaser trailer, I thought Boba Fett said that they could get rich by working with corporations but in fact he was saying that they could get rich by off of off of corporation though no by cooperation yes i heard that why didn't you correct me well i probably wasn't listening i just let you slide wow what a shock i let you slide man yeah sure you did (laughs) Anyway, um, how's our weeks been? We've also had some hectic weeks, but uh, this coming week in Star Wars is promising to be pretty big. Carlos, what's up, man? Uh, how was my week in Star Wars? My week in Star Wars was there was no Star Wars. Uh, I read the, the, the news clips. I, I, I saw what uh, some people were saying online, and then I dipped. Uh, yeah, that's about it, man. It's been craziness. Just utter utter craziness my job is taking over like it's um yeah i'm gonna have to uh, figure out a way to try to relax while still working six days a week so uh, it is what it is um but i'm always looking forward to uh, sitting down and chatting with the russell brothers oh that makes one of you Ah! (laughs) (laughs) wait a sec (laughs) <laughs> Corey, your week in Star Wars, did you do anything special? Uh, not particularly, man. Like it's been a uh, really busy week, like you said. You know what's going on. My, my my girl is on the mend. She had a little surgery last week and uh oh yeah, it's a uh, double daddy duty and um yeah, luckily her mom came in and stuff. The time change too. Give me a break. That needs to, you know, get GTFO, gone. man. <laughs> Like seriously, man, it's it's brutal, especially on like a one year old, because my son was like four four something in the morning. He was like, "I am up. I'm not going back to bed." What's up? <laughs> I was like, "No." So, oh, that, that's that's God. that's right up your street. That is extremely your shit, Corey. Waking up at four yeah, thirty in the morning. That is all you. Nope, nope. Lucky grandma was there. Thank God. Oh God, you keep yeah. how do you keep getting out of this stuff. She was there. She insisted on coming. You know. And like she slept in the same room as him, so yeah, that uh, that worked out. That's pretty good. You're like Teflon Don over there. I was getting through. 
We're getting by. <laughs> it's the Kramer scenario. It is. The Kramer scenario. Nothing sticks. Um, my week was pretty quiet, even as far as Star Wars goes. But I did, you know, and I should have mentioned this last week because this, this is really old news, but I, I finished The Rising Storm, that High Republic novel from Kevin Scott. And I'll be damned, it was really damn good. <laughs> it was really good. The last third of that book really, really moves along quick. Overall, really, really thrilled with it. The, the two sort of, um, I don't want to call them the adult novels, <clears throat> the one from Charles Soule, the one from Kevin Scott, like those to me have been the pinnacle. They've been fantastic. Um, so that's where it's at for me. And uh, I did pick up a big load of comic books this week. So I've got another huge stack to work my way through, including uh, six or seven Star Wars comics. So gotta get, gotta get, gotta get back on that train. Otherwise, uh, the streak continues. Still haven't watched a Star Wars movie in, through 2021. That streak's holding up strong. And I gotta, I, I don't know. I, gotta, I have really about a month and a week to go before it's been like a, a full year. And then maybe I'll dip back in, or maybe I'll just play out all of 2021. But then, you know, I, I was thinking about. It, I'm like, does it really count though? Like we talk about the movies every week. I listen to the soundtracks all the time, so it's always like they're playing in my head. So I, I don't know if it actually really counts. And actually, I, I was flip, uh, changing channels last night, and Rise of Skywalker was on Showtime. And I just, usually I'll, I'll stop, because it's always cool to see Star Wars movies on TV, even just for yeah, a few minutes. I I'm zipped surprised. right past. Whoop, right by, goodbye. That seems soon, no? For it to be on TV? I don't know. It's such a different landscape now. Like movies used yeah. to take how long bet- from from theater to home video? Was it like, like nine five months? to ten years? Five to ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sorry for like the ju- make the jump from like TV to TV. Oh, yeah, usually it's like a five year thing. It was minimum. Yeah, it was a long time, but now it seems like a couple. Obviously, less than two years. Anyway, it's, we're in a completely different world now. But uh, uh, collecting wise, Corey, has anything changed in your world? Yeah, kind of big time, man. Uh-oh. Big time. Oh Oof. no! Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I did it. I pulled the trigger on something pretty huge. But uh, for starters, anyway, I, I keep hitting up the dollar stores. So I'll say, all my can- Canadian brethren, if you're out there, I, I think Troy the boy was telling me that it's somewhat the same out there as well. But you know, there's all kinds of dollar stores over here. Whenever I have a chance and I have time, uh, I'll pop in, and I just keep finding these trade paperbacks of you know either hardcover or not. Like I even found Star Wars: uh, A New Hope, uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, hardcover trade paperbacks for four bucks, man. Like four bucks. Like that's crazy. Um, so I just found some more like Superman and DC stuff, which is awesome. Volume ones, which, you know, I'm, that's what I'm kind of looking for if I'm ever going to buy any. Other than that, I think I, I told you guys last week I bought Star Wars number two for 10 bucks. Like this is a 1977 run. Very, uh, it's a low grade copy, but still for 10 bucks. I was like, yeah, I'm going to take that. So that was pretty sweet. Bought another CGC. I don't know why. Wildcats number one, 9.6. <laughs> it was so cheap, man. I was like, uh, I'm going to do it. Like, I have a feeling that Grifter is going to be a, a bigger character at one point, so it could go up. I don't know. Plus Jim Lee. That was, those were big times in comics. That was my heyday of comic. You know what I mean? The early image days? I remember days? Trace, like, what's that? The early the image days. days. Yeah. Yeah, with Wildstorm. Like, it was, it was revolutionary, you know, like, McFarlane just steamrolled Marvel with his Spider-Man run, and it was just like, I'm taking everything with me, and, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting my own thing, you know? It was crazy. Marvel's best. Also got, they all left. <laughs> yeah, they all. Exactly. It was crazy. Yep. It was really, it was. It was scary. 
I got Spider-Man 2099. I don't know why. Number one, I already have an issue, but this is like pristine, like pristine copy. And I also got Futurama number one. This is a huge comic, man. It's, a, it's quite rare. And it's one that I've been looking, you know, with the connecting connection with the Matt Groening thing that I'm kind of growing a bit. So, but my big one, my big one is, uh, I can't believe I actually did it, man. Holy grail type stuff here. Like, I know there can only be one holy grail, but I guess there's multiple out there. And this is definitely one of them for me. And I'm scratching it off the bucket list, man. But I, I picked up the 1984 run of Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number one, third printing, uh, like low mid grade copy. But still, that's serious bucks, man. Like, it's it's kind of crazy i like let's just put it this way i talked the guy down like close to about 300 bucks to buy it so anyway i'm really happy it's done deal and uh in hand nope just waiting on it now he's a good dude like we've been talking for about a month him and i i i often put it on a payment plan he was like no like uh well he's like let me think about it and he was like no just save your money he's like i feel more comfortable like that and then he came back to me and i was like okay like pretty much almost there and he was like all right like, like send me more picks then i was like okay well i'm not paying that much so <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah he's like let's do this yeah no that's uh that is a big time comic book holy cow yeah i'm really happy about it man to be honest i, I, I had a bit of buyer's remorse a bit but at the same time not really man like i'm really happy that it's it's out of the way it's done you know what i mean it's settled it's, it's mine i always get my money back out of it anytime i want you hope yeah for the most part come on i'm not i'm not too afraid about that to be honest even yeah, if i don't get what i want an account right i don't want it because supposedly that's what i was talking about it's my, my my guy jerry there he was saying that uh you know they take quite a considerable cut when you yeah, sell on do. ebay and i don't want that <laughs> then you're not going to get the price you want you can't like the, the rule is that rule the guideline and generally what happens is that if you want top dollar you have to sell it on ebay if you're going to sell it locally in facebook marketplace or kijiji you're taking a haircut and that's all there is to it <laughs> things don't sell low on the local marketplaces the same way they do on ebay well maybe i'll put it on ebay i don't know we'll see i gotta get more informed but there's definitely a lot of stuff that i have to i love how we i love how i just got you you don't even have it in hand yet and i've already got you talking about selling it I'll never sell that comic, but there's a lot of stuff that I do have to get rid of. You know what I mean? Like, and there's like, there's a lot of comics that, you know, like, um, I know that they've either shot up in value or whatever, but I don't, I don't have any like nests, like big connections to them. You know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't mind getting rid of them to invest in something else. I, by the way, I saw your inventory of, uh, <laughs> Marvel legends, black series over at mom and dad's yesterday. Oh my God. It's pretty epic, eh? If that's what you want to call it, sure. Epic. Yeah, that's, that's there you go. It's a lot. It's it's ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. Boxes yeah, and boxes. Like two closets full. The crawl space in the basement loaded. Yeah, it's I still got a, I got a closet out here now full too. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's uh, take a pit stop over in the collecting world just for a moment. Um, Corey, were you, were you at all interested in the HasLabs Rancor? I don't know if we no. talked about it. 
Oh, we did. And I told you, I don't think I'm going to say it for the third time now. Maybe it's going to sink in this time, it, mm. but I own the original Rancor. Oh, from right. the Original Jedi run. That's my Rancor. It's the one and only Rancor. It's the OG Rancor. I don't need anything else. And plus this thing's a huge piece of real estate. Like, I don't know. It, it'd be cool. You know, if you had this mega house or I don't know, like if you had the Jabba's barge and stuff, you know, like the whole setup is palace. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, that's not happening here. It's a big monster, man. Like that's a really big like display. Unless he's like your favorite character. I mean, uh, I don't know. I would have rather than a wing or B wing. Well, it anyway. It, it crossed the uh, the fifty percent threshold to hit that first tier. They need nine thousand backers. They're currently at forty six ninety three, and they've got about yeah. They've got twenty nine days left. Which is that, like does that mean to to be able to make it <clears throat> or just the uh, correct like it's if it hits nine thousand it's they'll do it. Those oh boy, so that's not doing too hot then. It's it, it it's no razor crest, huh? No, the razor. Oh yeah, the razor crest got there pretty quick. Um, so yeah, the the skiff got there or the barge got there pretty quick. The problem, well, the challenge, the way I see it, is that they're running three campaigns at the same time. And the Proton Pack came out two days after the Rancor. So they released three, right? They released the Rancor on a Friday, uh, the G.I. Joe Sky Striker on a Saturday, and then the Proton Pack on a Sunday. And the Proton Pack is already fully funded, and it's still going. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm I'm thinking about that one. Yeah, 400 bucks. It's a bit, and it's unbelievable. If if you're going to pick one of those, if I was going to pick one of those three, I would step out of star wars to go for the proton pack it's just that cool but man like yeah that right so the rancor they had their first reveal on friday uh, on a live stream about the uh the throw-ins the add-ons for the first tier and man oh man i've never seen and it will happen briefly but i never i've never seen the backer count go backwards <laughs> really people dropped off people dropped off Oh, before it's like, and it then it started picking back up, and it's it's gaining momentum again. But I've never seen it go backwards. So they released the images of the first unlocked throw-in, which is going to be a six-inch scale Gamorrean guard, and it's going to be on a vintage card back that we haven't seen in a long, long time. That's actually kind of cool. It's a terrible, terrible throw-in for the first tier. It's a repack. They threw in a. They made a repack as the first unlock. What a mistake that was. If if I'm pretty sure the Rancor is going to get there, and I'm hoping it does because I want, you know, Tim's backed it, and I want any everybody the forty almost forty seven hundred people who have gotten behind it. I want them to get it. But if it doesn't, I'm going to look at you know Friday November fifth, as a, as the big turning point where they they really screwed up, and to. to offer up a repack as the first unlock not cool man that was my initial reaction and then going through some of the commentary everybody kind of saying the same thing like the card back means nothing you want you want to have the gamorian to display with the rancor so you can't now because you can't true you can't can't Mm. open up that that i mean i guess you could you need two rancors bro Problem solved. That's it. And some people project backed. Some you're 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 laughing, but some people will buy two. Like I know people who bought five Razor Crests. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. 
Look at that Marvel Sentinel, man. Ugh, God. That got backed? Oh, I know. It's crazy. It's amazing. It's just incredibly expensive. Galactus so got backed. Cool. I think Galactus got the most backers ever, if I'm not mistaken. Everybody wants them. And if you're a completionist, you want the entire Marvel fleet. <laughs> anyway, so it's... it's Since they announced the, uh, the, the first unlock goal... I think they've only added like 200 new backers ish, maybe 250. It's, it's, it's not, it's not picking up the speed that I'm sure they'd hoped, but I think, you know, if they add a hundred people per day for the next three weeks or so, they'll, you know, they'll be in that like seven low 7,000 range. And then they can do a sprint towards the end. Maybe they'll tease a bit more. Here's what else we're going to throw in. Max <laughs> Rebuild <laughs> They're going to have to tease more because people are just not impressed with that opening unlock. Like what else can they throw in, to be honest? Well, that first unlock, it just should, if you're going to throw in a figure, it should have been the Rancor Keeper, Malakili. It should have been, that should have been the first guy. That's not, it's it's a, it would be a new figure. He, I don't think he exists in six inch. Mm -mm. It should have been a new figure. So all the people who collect Black Series who have the whole run would have been like, oh boy. I got to get this now because I'm a completionist and I need every figure. So I, I would still like a Gammy guard, man. I need me one of those. Yeah. I never picked one up. I never, I, I never saw one in the wild, you know? I mean, and it's, it's cool. It's a, it's a great card back. They put it on, but again, it's a repacked figure. It, fe it feels like they took the cheap way out. Like they did nothing with this other than design a new card. So, to me, a, a sort of a strategic error there on, on Hasbro's part. But you know what? They've proven time and time again that they're smarter at uh, marketing toys than I am. So I will defer. And I'm going to assume that this will cross over the 9,000 people or the 9,000 backer target in the next 29 days. I assume it'll, it will get there. But if it doesn't, looking at that November 5th as, as the turning point where it all fell apart. All righty. Let's uh, let's take a look at this week's news, fellas. It's it was pretty busy. It, it hasn't been the greatest <laughs> the greatest I don't know, stretch of time here for Star Wars news, but there are some cool things to talk about this week. And the first is um, okay. Let's go back going back to the days when Rise of Skywalker was still known as as Episode Nine. We didn't have the title yet, and a rumor had surfaced that Matt Smith was in for a role. For the conclusion of the saga. And then over time, we'd learned through through scoopers and leakers and the, the reputable ones that he was likely going to play a young Palpatine. And that 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 sort of held firm. That that rumor has sort of stuck all this time. And then this past week, Matt Smith was on the Happy Sad Confused podcast with Josh Horowitz, and he opened up just a little bit about the almost role that he had in Star Wars. And he's he refused to sort of he, he refused to confirm the details of the role but it, it 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 still seems pretty likely that he was playing a young palpatine and the one thing he did say about the role was that it was a big story detail and a pretty transformative thing in star wars history and so you know we're talking about the biggest bad here in star wars palpatine's my guy I, carlos you love palpatine Car Corey, i don't know about you but uh, <laughs> I don't know if I love Palpatine, but he's definitely the most interesting character of the whole saga. 
like he's he's just a great villain. Not that not yeah. that we love the guy. You think he's a great guy? I think he's a great villain. He's a mastermind. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. So we can be ir- as irresponsible with our speculation here as we want. What what does it all mean, Carlos? If anything, what does it all mean? To have a uh, potentially have had a young Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker. Or do you think it's BS? Do you buy? Are you, do you still buy into the rumor? I think if they're going to do cloning, you're going to clone the DNA of the person to kind of look like the person during the time that they're living, not to look like the old man that fell down an elevator shaft. Like I th- I, that that whole oh cloning technology, yes, it's secrets. Like, but they brought him back as like a decrepit thing. Where yeah, if you had clones, it would make more sense if if he was younger. And you know me, I always wanted a Palpatine backstory, anyways. Like I think that's the, for me that's the the most interesting thing, um, outside of uh, of the of the saga. You know, pre prequel. Uh, not, not to. I'm not slagging um, uh, the the High Republic at all, or or Knights of the Old Republic, or or anything of that nature. But f- for me personally, that that whole why does he become so evil? Like that that, that that's what I want to know. So yeah, it was super. When I read the article, and I'm I'm like, oh man, they decided to go with somehow Palpatine returned, and like, I understand you want to throw Ian McDermott a bone. You could do that by having the cloning thing go wrong or have him get the force lightning back and then he becomes Ian McDermott. And that way you kill two birds with one stone and it kind of makes sense as to why he's why he's back. I don't know. That, that That's the way I looked at it. But at the same time, it's like, okay, they did what they did and can't change that now, unfortunately. Losers. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was, uh, I, I, when I get story, when I hear stories like this, it's like, okay, but what value does this add now? Like all this is going to do is going to rile up half the people and it's going to sour the other half. So what, what's, I don't know. What do you guys, what do you guys feel? Corey, what did you I, feel? Well, you know, it's a perfect segue, man. Like one of the first things I wrote is like, what a little turd. <clears throat> Like why? Why does he have to go ahead and stir the pot like that? Like now I'm like super intrigued, super curious. Like this long after, like maybe it's the end of his NDA or something. He's well, actually no, he able didn't to speak stir the pot little... at all. He just he didn't. I know he was asked a question on a podcast and he was, I guess, honest about it as honest as he could be. Yeah, all, still... all he said was it was a cool thing and it was transformative to the history of of Star Wars. That's all. Well, he there said. you go. Oh, that's all he said. It was transformative to the entire history of Star Wars. That was which we podcast about. Yeah, but okay. Uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Richard E. Grant. When when mm. when it was announced to the room, the character I was playing, the everybody like the room went upside down. Really? Yeah. Come on. Like so. Sometimes what I'm saying hugs, is, man. Sometimes oh. what I'm saying is that these people who who literally drama is their job. <laughs> you know what? I'm, you see what I'm saying? Well, it's also like you know creating a little smoke around the the possibility like just getting a little uh, exposure for yourself as well using using doing vice versa using star wars at, 
at Star Wars expense for once. But anyway, I, I'm super curious about it, man. Like that that's a really bold statement, man. And like when we look at some of the stuff that we know that was in Colin Trevorrow's stri- uh, script, like we saw, or like we read in the article, you know, like, like man, that script seemed pretty interesting to me, man. There was a lot of cool stuff in there. Like I don't, I don't know what went wrong. I don't know if it was the Book of Henry or whatever. I know there, there was some. He was in some hot water at one point. And uh, anyway, like he, he seemed like he was onto something. Maybe he didn't have the complete Star Wars vibe or something, but. Well, it was, the, dra- it, was, the, it was the first draft of his script. So I, people run wild with the things that were in his script. It's draft one. These things go through multiple drafts and change drastically. So True, but some of the concepts in it were absolutely really cool, man. Like when we start hearing things of Mortis and stuff like that, bringing things a little more full circle, like that was interesting. Like uh, I'm kind of more about that than Exegol. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's all in the wording of, of what this guy said, like, saying that the part and the concept of it. So that kind of leads me to believe like something like Carlos was saying, like the concept of what exactly, like, I guess you can construe like a, a past Palpatine as a con, uh, a concept, but it more to me, like, I don't know, it leads me to believe more, you know, like when they started talking about these other ideas that within that script, you know, like uh, what would be so transport. Like, I guess we can get Palpatine's backstory and it's like, oh, okay. Like I understand him a little more now. And, this and that like but is that really transformative to the franchise like i see what he's what he's seeing is maybe like when we start talking about things like mortis and stuff like <clears throat> the first thing that came to my mind and I, I which was interesting it was written in the article as well as the possibility of the sun right from the mortis trilogy so i thought that was really interesting man like because you know he's matt smith's uh, you know he, he's a bit he's, he's, he's got a really strange face in a way you know like oh yeah yeah, yeah, for it's sure. Like plastic, like it would really be conducive to like something different, like some kind of alien or something, or like some powerful being, or like I almost imagine something like a force creature of sorts, or like a being of the force, or a clone of well, the he, force. He, his face, he's got like a narrow face. Like it looks like he could have fit into like a, a Darth Plagueis, like species of the Mun. Yeah, like yeah. He could have fit into that kind of prosthetic kind of th- look. So that, that would have been kind of cool, but that's not transformative, I don't think. No, like I would think it's it's got to be the concept of it all. It's almost like a like when you start talking again about Mortis, like maybe something even deeper, like like a Watcher type character, like from Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know I look at the word transformative, and I wonder if he's being very sneaky on the nose with that because hmm. like I had this idea, of course, like you know when he drains the dryad, the dyad. If there's an actual physical transformation in that moment where it goes from in McDermott to Matt Smith and he transformed, right? And maybe he was being very clever with his choice of words like that. Yeah. Like it's two Ghostbusters too, man. What with, with Vigo? <laughs> Vigo and Ray? Yeah. Oh God. That's a deep cut. Jesus. Um, no, but I, you know, I, and that would have been a cool idea. I think that is a cool idea that, you know, if, you know, the guy who was looking for immortality finds it it's right here in front of him and it it restores him to his peak to his, his doctor youth. who days yeah you know the coolest doctor of them all you know he pulls a, pulls all that power out of uh, of ray and, and ben and look at me i'm i'm 30 something years old again this is the best he's your favorite doctor oh yeah he's probably, really? he's probably the only doctor i really like what yeah what about what's his face there 
Uh, <laughs> what David Tennant. Other... Yeah, he's David okay. Tennant? He was okay. Yeah, I like David Tennant. Okay, two. You got me at two. And uh, you know what? I didn't mind uh, What's-His-Face after after Matt Smith. He was okay. And Jodie Foster's okay. So I like, like, three. What about the Ben do? <laughs> I never watched some... The older stuff doesn't doesn't grab me. Yeah. Anyway... Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that could have been cool if if it was um, a literal transformation from old into young. But then, I, you know, I think audiences, general audiences, would have been confused. We would have known. Like, we would have been going, yeah, we know the rumors. We've seen it. We know what's happening. But I think people have been like, wait, what? The old guy is now a young guy? Why? I don't understand. Like, who's, why is Doctor Who here? It would have, it would have been unprecedented for Star Wars. And to do that you know 99% of the way through nine movies i think would have been out of place to pull such a such a move like that i think i think would have been confusing and jarring and all that stuff so maybe that's why they were they were like nah can't do it it's just it's too weird and we have the, we have the og we got mcdermott like let's just go with this guy or maybe they had matt smith all along and he was sort of he was going to be all the defective clones and the guy on the meat hook. And then they realized, maybe we can just get Ian McDermott. And they did. He could be the original <laughs> Snoke. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Maybe, and, but like I said, maybe Matt Smith was going to play Palpatine in that movie entirely. Like Maybe we weren't going to get Ian McDermott. Until they decided to see, okay, you know what? This no, complicated. I think we... I think we get the impression, like the way he was contacted through them and by them and whatnot, like it was much of a smaller role, but a transformative one that could have changed the face of Star Wars forever, Kyle. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Well, I think you know, once upon a time, Ian McDermott, last year, he spoke in an interview about like the original idea that Palpatine would be much younger. And I, I guess, I don't know if that line, I can't remember what magazine it was in or what, what publication, but he did talk about how originally Palpatine was going to be a younger character. And so, you know, I, I guess, if anything, maybe that would have opened them up to give us a cooler end battle. <laughs> At least that could have been a, a thing that we could have seen. And if they were really smart, they would have done the cloning thing in a way where he could have played the same, like multiple characters, different yeah. Palpatines, and have them have that because they're so powerful. Maybe have them fight each other, and they bring themselves down, fighting for power. Yeah, just watch that rule of two thing. Just sort of play itself out right on screen. That could have been cool. But yeah, it, maybe, it, it could have been something cool. Something about that that's like, yeah, fudge, man. Like, it, yeah, somehow imagine Palpatine like returned. four, five, six, ten Matt Smiths in the movie, and they're all Palpatine clones. You're like, oh no. And it's funny Palpatine. his name is Smith, like Agent Smith from the <laughs> from the Matrix. Yeah, is he in Matrix Four? I have no idea. He should be. <laughs> well, that that's, that also means he has no idea. So. Yeah. He should he should be means I'm not sure I'm hoping but he should be exactly yeah all right cool <laughs> uh, good times <laughs> what yeah. about this Tor, Tor Valum character 
But even at that, you, you would think it was a big, well, maybe not necessarily if they end up on Mortis at this one point and they meet this, that, that Tor Valum, like supposedly the, the dark side dude that could have been the, you know, the, the big player in it all. I thought that was a female character. Whoever it is, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't remember paying attention too much attention to Trevor's script. Yeah, you know, if, if I don't know which scenario I would have preferred. Like, part of me would have loved for for it to have been Plagueis to come back in the eleventh hour to steal Palpatine's lightning at the end, literally, <laughs> kind of swoop in and be like, "Yoink!" I've been watching you the whole time, you stupid little man, and then sort of step in and you're like, "Oh God!" It was Plagueis the whole time. Yeah, then, imagine make someone making Palpatine look stupid. Yeah, and then but then you're like, Darth Plagueis is here. Oh shit! You look at your watch and it's like, okay, but there's five minutes left in the saga. Like, you can, you won't feel the threat. You know it's you know it's not a legitimate threat because he's just gonna die. And you and audience again, general audiences would have had that same. Who the hell's this reaction? another guy bad guy uh, yeah another guy like what about snoke where, where's snoke hux is a joke pride's dead phasma's gone like all these bad guys kind of amount to nothing but yeah i it's it's really obviously it's 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 messy and i don't think there's a right answer but uh i would have liked to have seen Matt Smith try on the role because I think he would have chewed it up. He just has that scene stealing ability. And, uh, but you know, on the other hand, getting McDermott back was also great to see him at least one more time. Like that was pretty cool. Like that. You guys remember that moment when like we hear his laugh in the trailer. Yeah. You remember Everybody your reaction freaked to out. that? Yeah. I, we were like, I was at work and I know I freaked out. We freaked out, but I remember speculating on on it, maybe like after digesting it a bit and being like, there better be a good reason for this. It can't be like Poe being like, Palpatine's back. But he was. And we still don't know how or why. But yeah, like And we don't want to know how or why. And then and then he like McDermott comes out on the stage at, at celebration, right? After the trailer airs, and everybody is just like completely dazed after hearing Palpatine's cackle and he steps out and he he roll it again and people are losing their minds like those are if 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 Palpatine's not back in those in the role we don't get that those and those are amazing moments and like I guess it's, it's it makes for a good conversation like the Palpatine cackle seeing McDermott at at, at celebration those are moments that are outside of the movie but it's it's like a high point in the the experience of being a fan i guess yeah, Listen, are... he could have come back in another capacity too don't get me wrong man but god dang interesting <sighs> question though interesting question like when it comes to these big franchises is it the sort of the totality of the fan experience that matters or is it merciless and just about the story on screen and nothing else? No, no, I, 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 dude, I couldn't agree with you more, man. Like one of these topics I got work, I got something in the hopper for you guys. That, that's going to kind of explain my feelings on something soon. 
but like Star Wars hot takes in a way. But let me tell you, man, like going to see these films with you guys, every one of them, like from solo solo to Rogue One, but more importantly, the saga ones, it's like there's something in the air that night of the premiere, man. There's just something in the air that week leading up to it. Uh, for the majority of them, 90%, I think were Christmas related. And it was just special, man. Like, and again, leading back even to the prequels, which was even crazier, man. The hype of the Phantom Menace was, for me, it was uh, unforgettable. And having those experiences and just saying, like, you know what, we want to build on those experiences. And every time a new film comes out, we continue to to celebrate that way. You know, it's something that uh, it's irreplaceable. Well, and yeah, I don't, I don't want to burn too much of this topic because I think I might want to come back to it at some point. But yeah, like those. You remember the lead up and the fun with fans and and your friends and the things that you do around the movie as it comes up. Like that's part of it. And, I, and you know, seeing Palpatine one last time or seeing McDermott one last time, that's another one of those moments. And it, it, it adds to sort of the, the fan experience. I think there's value in that. Even though it makes, you know, it gives you somehow Pal- Palpatine returned. Which... For the record, I don't have that big of a problem with. Of course, Poe doesn't know. He's Poe. Why would he? Why would he know? It's not that he knows. It's that, it's that Oscar Isaac really didn't sell that to me. He was just like, <laughs> mm, "Palpatine's back, guys. Great. This should be fun." He's exasperated. They're tired. They're 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 weakened. They got nothing else to give, and the, now he's back too. Like, ah, oh, it's just it's just a it, it was that that scene. Did not sell it to me. I'm sorry. Watch it again. Once you watch it again, maybe you'll understand. Maybe in 2022. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right, let's jump ahead here. Um, this one's this one's an- another interesting one. So apparently, according to multiple sources, well, according to big screen leaks on Twitter, there's an unnamed Star Wars movie to start shooting next year. So let's go back to, to Friday, and you know, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a day on social media because we got, um, you know, we got that that rumor starting with this, which came out. I think that I think this came out early on Friday, and it said it, the tweet says it's not Taika's film, it's not Feige's film, it's not Rouge Squadron. I hate that. Auto right away. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I see it all the time. All the time. Absolutely. So, okay, so that was the first thing that came out. And then later Friday evening, Star Wars Newsnet, I guess they, whether it's independent or just to corroborate that, corroborate that tweet with info of their own, reported that an Old Republic movie was in the works for a uh, 2023 release. So going into production next year, which would subsequently bump Rogue Squadron to 2024. So that was their scoop, and they're they're adding to the pile. And then uh, Jordan at Cinelinks, who we talked about last week with his his uh, scoop on the mall story, he tripled down on all of it on, on Twitter, saying that uh, and this is in reference to an old Republic movie that it's its own story, not really an adaptation. It's been kicking around for a while, and not the only thing in development for this for this era. So, <laughs> and then, oh, there, and there's more, actually, it keeps going. Um, 
we got a glimpse, thanks to Rick, who, who popped it in the, uh, the the Tumbling Saber group, a cover, the, the, next, the cover of the next issue of Star Wars Insider, which has Darth Malgus on the front cover. Hmm. And of, him being, of course, of the Old Republic game. And, you know, so this seeming seemingly unending saga of will they or won't they do an Old Republic movie looks like it's coming to a head really soon. And they've got a, a Disney fiscal year Q4 earnings call or, or webcast or whatever it is on November 10th. So that's really soon. And it might be a place where they set news like this to make it official. And I don't, I don't want to go... You know, on this episode, I don't want to go too deep into like, do we want them to do Old Republic? Like, what do you think? Like, Carlos, is this? No, 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 I'm taking this first. Uh, Carlos, yeah, and I already decided. Yeah, uh, Corey's going first. Oh, all right, fine, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Is it, well, so, all Corey, all I want to know is really is is this where there's smoke, there's fire, or uh, is this uh, just a bunch of, here. of of nonsense? I think uh, it could very well be something like that. Like, you know, we also got the game coming, you know? So we, we know there's an old Republic game coming, but that it could also just be building on more, but like to have 20, a film in 2023, is that what you're really asking? Or do you think, are you asking about old Republic? Well, so big screen leaks just said movie going into production 2022 for 2023 release. And then Star Wars, Star Wars Newsnet said 2023 release Old Republic. So it would seem like those it's, two it's things tr- are the same project. Yeah, I would 100% think so. I mean... But do you believe Jordan, it? Are you buying Jor- it? It's hard to believe, to be honest. I mean, we've got so much in the works already. In the, you know, like, yeah, like, what is going on? Like, we've been doing this for close to six years now. And it's like, so many people have come and gone. So many projects have not come to fruition so many people that have been like signed on to do projects have come and left like i don't just don't understand anymore like we got taika (laughs) ryan feige patty jenkins like what is going on now we're gonna have a new project like can't you start one of the ones you've already promised us before delivering one we have no idea about that's the one name so i don't know if that was on purpose or not but in the big screen leaks tweet no Taika, not Feige, not Rogue Squadron. The only other name we know of is Ryan Johnson. Well, listen, I spoke to Ryan last Thursday, man. <laughs> he didn't mention anything of this stuff. Well, why would he? <laughs> Dude, why I know he? he signs and he, he's 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 pretty. We're pretty tight, man. I know he signs NDAs and all, but it's not like I'm going to go on and talk about it on a podcast, you know, to all our listeners. Like, why hey, Dave, that? it's not Rick, like you've ever called him on the podcast Stu, before, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway whatever i'm so yeah you're not, you're not, you're not buying it uh, i would love to i'm just so scared but to, i'll tell you this if it is old republic related there's not a better man for the job man then like you know i just really you, wish you would have told me about, about it yeah man so are you, is that so you think this is ryan's project i would really hope so to be honest but uh I mean, he's the only guy not mentioned. And again, like he hasn't told me anything. It's a complete roller coaster with my emotions. But again, if it is a, a, an old Republic project, I would like for it to be him. I see that as a good fit for him because he's a good long run storyteller. You know, like if you're going to tell a trilogy, he can write the whole thing and have it come full, full circle, which I, re- I really like. I, th- I think he has a good appreciation of Star Wars. 
So yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, it better be, let's just say if it's a new project, I don't know. It even could even be something we talk about later on, but, uh, like an on big screen movie. That's not Patty Jenkins movie. Cause I, I'm pretty sure her movie's slated for 2023 too. Right. Yeah. yeah they so, pushed it back. And if, if this happens, if this rumored new movie happens, likely rogue squadron gets bumped. That's so strange. Like, ah, uh, whatever. Uh, do you guys discuss this, man? Like, it, it flusters me a bit because again, <laughs> you sound stressed the whole out, Ryan Corey. thing. I'm, I'm so, I'm so attached to that. And also the old Republic thing. I'd really like to see these things and like the Malgus thing coming out that could just be related to the game. It all could be about the game. Oh, it probably I don't know, is, but, but it's just, it's, I think where there's smoke, there's fire. I think there is something to be said there. And whoever handles a project of this nature has to have a tough skin. And it could be Ryan. He took a, a lot of beatings for the last Jedi. So, you know what? It, it could very well be. You know what I mean? Maybe he's just lying to me. Uh, maybe our relationship's over. I don't know. Well, that would be, that would be a shame. We got, we got good info from, from you and that, and that relationship with him. That would be terrible. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, sh- I should call him, but I'll wait till after the show. I'm, it's going to be a heated conversation. Ooh, sounds spicy. Carlos, what do you think? Is, is, is there too much Old Republic stuff happening in the same relative time frame for it? to be nothing it's definitely too much to be nothing yeah i that's i think yeah. so yeah there's i mean there's but but we know that they're redoing the game right that's official yeah so there's you know some of that smoke could be from maybe people working on that project and and maybe the game's so cinematic that they're calling it a movie but like uh, I don't want to get my hopes up. Obviously, I, I want to go back to this. Um, I, li- I like I like the, the the idea of the era and uh, just uh, the the beginning of the Jedi and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, I want it, but why does it have to be so disjointed? Like I'm with Corey. Like it's you guys could put that down. Like I actually agree <laughs> with Corey on something, but like <laughs> November. No. Yeah, today's the seventh. Today, yeah, we're recording on the seventh. The show comes out the ninth. Uh, happy birthday, Laura, my sister. She's uh, turning forty. Uh, yeah, congrats. Um, yeah, no, um, it's it's definitely something that's like, man, like give us an era. Give, like, why 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 are you? Uh, we're doing this, but we might be doing that. And he's on now; he's not on. This got pushed back, and I understand COVID has a lot to do with the the timing of when projects can be shot and the release dates and all that stuff. And I'm also uh, adult enough to accept the fact that, um, you know, maybe they had an idea for something and they changed their mind. Maybe they don't want to. They don't want to go down a certain road. I get that too. Like that makes total sense to me. It's like, yeah, we don't want uh, the 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 blowback from this, and we don't want, you know. The, so so I, I'm I'm sure they have ideas, and they come up with ideas, and then they backtrack on them. But at the same time, why don't you underpromise and overdeliver? Because right now, that's the opposite that's happening, and all that does is creates. Uh, mm, not for me per se, but it creates resentment. Well, and it 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 can get, well as it has give the perception that 
you don't know what you're doing over there. You're disorganized. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it's a you know it's piracy over there, and people are who's who's running the show. But yeah, yeah, that's that's the question, I guess. And um, yeah, it's it's a it's a little sad, but at the same time, like what 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 would you do? Well, what, you know what puzzles I mean? me is you know we know Rogue Squadron's official. Taika's movie is official. Feige's movie is official. As far as we know, Ryan's trilogy is still official. If this thing is in the works, and it sounds like it is, why hasn't it been made official? Like, why are they hiding this one? Is it, and maybe it's like what you just said, it's, here's what, that sort of like under-promise, over-deliver kind of thing is, We'll hold one back and then we'll give them something we know they want. And like this movie is, is I, I don't want to generalize fandom, mm-hmm. but I would, I would guess that a lot of the people who are super critical of the sequels really want this movie or this project or are fans of the old Republic in, in some way. And I, I'm not, you know, that's not everybody, but I would think a huge section of the people who, jump on anything sequel trilogy related probably like this and probably like Darth Revan and Bastila Shan and blah, 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 all the badass looking Sith Lords. So I don't know if maybe if they would hold this back and then say, surprise, this is for you guys. And they, they you know, just to butter all those people up because I don't understand the point of holding it back unless it's such a powder keg that they want to make sure it's a hundred percent right and you know nailed down before they before they announce it because you don't want things going off the rails with this project at all no no oh no 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 because it's already going to be divisive the the the, fa- the fact that they, they they're going back and potentially um uh, cannibalizing some of the older characters and maybe not giving them the full backstory that they got uh in legends uh, or or maybe uh, amalgamating two characters into one and and all that's like there's oh, people yeah, that the are changes. gonna oh they're gonna hate it there's some people are gonna hate it i think people like me who were not invested in legends at all um i, I i'm i'm cool with it like i, I have no issues uh, as long as it's good but um, you know, I'll be honest. Like the first time I heard of Darth Revan was one day in 2015 when Lego uh, released a minifig of him on May the fourth. Like <laughs> because I, I never, I'd never heard of Darth Revan before, and then I heard of another character called Darth Revan. I don't know who the hell that guy is, mm. but um, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it's not something that. Ah man, it's it's scary. Like for me personally, I don't I don't care. Like I, I'll I, I like Star Wars, and um, I, I'm gonna enjoy what I enjoy, and I'm I'm gonna not like what I don't like, and that's fine by me, and I don't impose that on anyone. Um, so but but obviously I I still want more. You know, the good news in all this, good news, Mandalorian still exists. We're getting Book of Boba Fett. The Disney Plus stuff seems to be pulling the way forward for Star Wars. And I think they got the right people at the helm uh, with that, with Filoni and and, uh, and Favreau. Yeah. So 
I I think we're in good shape with that. The movie thing, like right now, the movie thing feels almost like secondary. The cinematic side of Star Wars does feel a little bit upside down right now. Although, you know, I'm sure in their minds it's organized and they know kind of what they're doing over the next three, four years. Yeah. But the grand plan to me is still sort of lacking. And and so the, the first rumblings of this old Republic movie, this goes back two plus years, like two and a half years ago. I don't know if it was that celebration. I can't quite remember 2019 celebration but the the name Leta Calogridis mm -hmm. apparently like the rumor back then was that she was on board to write an Old Republic movie script and that kind of just came and went and of course it's you know it's two, two plus years ago nothing really has happened since then we've rarely heard her name since then and but if the rumor is true like yeah like now is about the time when you consider how the, the pandemic has, has delayed things and bumped things down the road. And with the introduction of Disney plus, this kind of seems like the natural time when things are getting back on track that they would put this into production. And it, so things are lining up to me that they are definitely doing an old Republic movie. And it's just, it's too many good sources having this, uh, the same story. Or different info on the same project. It it sure sounds to me like something's happening, and I'm I'm hoping we don't have to wait too long. Like this, I don't. Now that this, it seems like there's so much solid info out there. Yeah, I hope they. Just yeah, those, those are reliable sources, man. To be honest. Yeah, uh, they're they're as far as Star Wars scoops go. Like these are these are really good. I mean, it's it's not Bespin Bulletin. Like that's one of the gold standards left out there. But yeah, like this, this is good stuff. This is good information. And I just hope that if it is true and the news is out there and Lucasfilm now knows it's out there, I hope this November 10th call sheds light. But uh, yeah, I hope they don't try and sit on this until celebration because that would, you know, it'd be another case of the, the world's worst kept secret finally coming out. Like they've done that, what, two or three times now? Where something that we all know was happening, they announce it as if. <laughs> we all didn't know already. Hmm. <laughs> Kenobi, Ahsoka. We know. We know this already. Like, don't make a big fanfare of it. It's it's gone. Like the, the Well, that's not necessarily true, stolen. man. Like, I've been doing this with you guys for a long time, man, and you know everybody was everybody's so good at doing their jobs, I guess, for the most part. Like Ewan McGregor was very firm in saying that he was not a part of it. And, but nobody believed know, we, we, him. That's the thing. Nobody believed no one, him. Everybody, no, no one believed him. But at the same time, in my heart, until the words came out of his mouth, I was not letting out that sigh of relief. Oh, for sure. Like until it's and and this is the good thing about being an adult. We can kind of keep ourselves in check. You can keep things compartmentalized. This is a rumor until Lucasfilm says it's not. So I'm still thinking. And even it's at a that, rumor, we don't know I, anymore. I believe it's a well-founded rumor. That's it. But yeah, I, I, you know, like, you know what? I think not or saving them. Cause I think that bur bridge has been burnt, but Lord and Miller, I think they could have made a really good star Wars movie, man. They did. They did half of solo. I don't know if it was necessarily half. We're like never going to know. We're never going to yeah. know what pieces, pieces are theirs and what pieces belong to Ron Howard. We'll never know. 
it's not even worth thinking about. And, but I agree. You know, they're a talented group. And, you know, it, it, it would have been a, a better Howard, future project. Ron Howard directed, right? The Lord and Miller wrote and directed. Right. So, so, so the script was still Lord and Miller's. Not necessarily. I think they, they changed a lot of it afterward. You know what I mean? It wasn't necessarily the same movie because they were shooting on the fly. They were doing like a lot of outtakes, like kind of like Taika Waititi. You know what I mean? They were like, okay, just like improv the next scene. And if it went better, then they'd kind of go with that, you know, which was why it was taking so long. And which is an interesting way of filming. You're letting the actors kind of really uh, take control of their characters a little more, which is really fun and all that. But I guess not on this, on the timeline and the budgets they had and whatnot. It just wasn't the right project for them at the right time. I don't think, or it could have been because there was a lot of good humor in solo, but at the same time, it's unfortunate that bridge again is probably burnt, but they could have been a better fit once Star Wars finds its groove in releasing things. You know what I mean? Like, like once they really figure out the formula of how they can release things uh, and not inundate people, or you know what I mean? Not really, but it's it, cool. But the, <laughs> they they could have found a like once it finds it finds its niche a little more, they could have given them a project that's a little more suited for them, whereas audiences would instead of it being like one of the first films that come out under the Disney banner, like it wasn't one of the, well, it's still one of the first, but like, I just didn't think Disney was on the same page as them and letting them run as freely as they wanted to. Well, I don't, I don't want to have to relitigate all that stuff, but my recollection is that they had, they had a script and they kept kind of going off of it. And it seemed like it was, what were they saying? It was Ace Ventura in space kind of thing. Yeah, they were saying it was getting too too wacky. It's getting a little too wacky, and in a way, you bring those guys in, you know what you're going to get. If you weren't really on board for that, I mean, that's Again, the result. There, there, there was a lightheartedness to, to Solo in that regard. Like, you know, it was, it was, I guess it was a fine line to walk. Well, but, and that's uh, the thing. They were just not able to walk it. Yeah. Which is fine. But I'm they sure could have for a future project, though. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they gamble on them again. I think it's over. Exactly. Yeah. Which is fine. There's lots of talented filmmakers out there. We'll live. I would rather, you know what? I would rather Lord and Miller just keep going ahead, working on Spider-Verse and whatever. Like if they're going to do more Lego stuff, great. Let them do that. It's, it's fantastic content. I will take it there. But uh, yeah, the old Republic thing, I, I just think it's inevitable. I think it's happening. And I, I, I'm just, it just terrifies me. The, no way, uh, man, if it's the next, if that's the next trilogy, like that's what it's got to be, man. Like it's got to be epic in grandeur. You well, know no, what I mean? I, I can't just, that would, I would be fine. Like, and like Carlos said, I'm on the exact same page. Change it up as much as you want. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I have zero attachment to any of the old stuff. Not any bit of it. Not anything in a book, video game, zero. Don't care. Change it. But the people who love it and who, who just want, a, they want the game to be, the same as the old game, and then they want the movie to be like the game. The impression that I get that's, that's from what I've heard in rumors is, is that it's going to be a whole new story if it is that if it is the case that it's the old republic, a whole new story. But you know what? If that is the case and it is a whole new story that's not touching upon characters that people know and love, I guarantee you they're going to throw in Easter eggs and whatnot for those people, like things that they recognize they in games. East, they don't want Easter eggs. They don't want it changed. They want the fate. They they just want the original game. No, I think the story they write will not necessarily change what they know. You know what I mean? Oh, I think it's. I think they'll everything. be careful about that. I think they'll use 
planets and settings and names, but the relationships and the results and everything about it will be different, except, you know, some, some familiar names. I think they're going to change it up a whole lot. Oh, I agree with you, man. But that, I, I think gonna it could drive, be. It's, that's going to. That's probably going to end up being worse blowback than if they just didn't. What, do what it I'm all. saying is, the story itself doesn't necessarily have to contradict the story that's been told. It could be a completely different story on the other side of the galaxy. You know what I mean? So it doesn't necessarily interfere with the the story that the people know of their old republic. It could still, in their heads, canonically work. It could be an isolated story, you know? Yeah, but then you get into the issue of, what well, is the game now canon? No. It's just, they're telling a story, and they're trying not to upset a certain crowd of people, <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds like, you're, sounds like you're trying to have your cake and eat it, too. Yeah, I mean, personally, I would say, like you guys said, rewrite the whole thing, but I'm saying that this is still a possibility that can appease both parties. <laughs> I think there's some parties that can't be appeased <laughs> basically well i'll agree with you there or, man no, that's, that's, they that's can't evident. Be. they won't be yeah no that's that's a good way of putting it oh boy did i offend somebody i'm sorry it's just star wars guys it's just star wars <laughs> it's my childhood car <laughs> i think for a lot of people it's not even childhood it's my it's my teenage years man and you're wrecking them everything is my life is that your bon jovi impersonation i don't know it's my life no that that wasn't it all right let's uh stumble our way here to our final topic of the day which is uh let talking about disney plus day man that's coming up that's at the end of next week it'll be the focus of next week's episode for sure but man we are staring guys we are like right about ready to stare down the throat of the volcano which is crazy to think about because we've been talking about it for a long time. Like, the- like I want to listen to uh, like you are more informed than most of us on stuff like this. Like I, I want to know, I want you to start and just, cause in my head, like all I'm, I'm just really excited. And again, we're going to get Marvel stuff as well, but all I'm really looking forward to is release dates, more of a to- firm timeline of who's doing what, when and where, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, hopefully some more animation. Other than that, like, what do you expect from this call, Kyle? Like, you listen to these things on the regular. I try to tune in when I can. Well, if, you know, Dis- to Disney Plus Day, I will definitely be listening in. The investors' calls, they're not fun to listen to. <laughs> they really aren't. They are terrible. But uh, it's like going to draft day for the for the NHL. Just awful. Oh Don't go. Don't go. Terrible. Um. So what I, what we know for sure as it pertains to Star Wars is that we're getting, I guess it, it's probably some sort of documentary. It's called Under the Helmet, The Legacy of Boba Fett. And, uh, you know, according to Lucasfilm, it's about the origins and the legacy of, of Boba Fett. And I don't know that it's going to mean his on-screen origin and legacy. I think it's going to be more about the like the pop culture effect of Boba Fett. And, and, you know, just- or George's original vision for Mandalorians. Yeah, it's it's you know it's probably going to touch on all these things really, just just sort of the effect that this one character, just based on his costume and his you know how how he's just like that really quiet, menacing type, has endured for all this time, and has 
you know, led to like the, the Mandalorian, the TV show and everything cool about Mandalore that we've gotten into Star Wars all in history goes back to Boba Fett. And so that's probably what this documentary is really about. Um, and I thought they were going to tack on the Book of Boba Fett teaser trailer to that on Disney Plus Day. But we've got the teaser. <laughs> they gave it to us already. And so the coming out of last week's podcast, you know, I thought, and I, I said it aloud, I said, if they gave us that this week, what are they going to give us for Disney Plus Day? And, you know, I dared to hope for Kenobi and Andor. And I was feeling a bit greedy by saying that. But Star Wars Newsnet, if they're to be believed, and I think they should be, we're getting that and more. So according to oh them, boy. yeah, like it's, it's going to be a big day. Like we're according to Star Wars news net, we're getting a teaser for Kenobi, uh, sizzle reels for Andor book of Boba Fett and Mando season three, a teaser for the bad batch season two and an announcement of a new animated series that will be dropping in 2023. And that of course lines up with what we talked about last week on, on Cinelinks's report of the mall show. So, I mean, that's quite a bit. And it, it, we got to bear in mind, it's not Star Wars Disney Plus Day. It's Disney Plus Day. So, yeah. there's lots of other stuff they have to get to. But, I mean, that's 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 already quite a bit. Yeah, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a celebration, to be honest. No kidding. And that, I mean, it looks like we're getting footage from, like, uh, one, two, three... <laughs> four or five shows potentially that's pretty cool stuff like i don't even if if that comes true i don't even know how we're going to fit it into next week's episode but carlos what are you feeling about disney plus day at this moment are you buying what's being sold or or what are you hoping for actually what is what do you what do you hope we get out of this What I'm hoping for is um sense of normalcy, I guess, and like for questions to be answered and not for them to put up more, oh, we're potentially doing this and we're we're on we're you know, like give us trailers for for the things that are gonna be on Disney Plus. Give us um uh release dates yes dates my god give us dates yeah that's what i said <laughs> like enough enough with the oh this is in production or uh, the the oh the writers uh the writers in the room taking care no, look give me the date bro <laughs> that's what i want because it's too much man it's it, like does it get how to a many point things, where too many balls, many balls do you have to juggle right yes too many just, balls in the air we were just thinking the exact same thing that yeah how many balls like yeah balls in the air represent potential amazing content but at a certain point we gotta let those balls drop and just see okay this one is this and this is when you get it here's that one and here's that one i would i would love to see it i i, I want dates for kenobi and andor we gotta get that at the minimum ahsoka as well i think we're due man lando possibly Lando's a project that we've heard zero about. Yeah, exactly. Give give us some details, man. Like, how is this possible that they announced these things like over a year ago? I think at this point, no. Well, I I think you know I, I lightly touched on it last week about 
you know, yes, it's Disney and it's Lucasfilm and they have more money than we could ever imagine, but it's their creators and their resources don't have infinite bandwidth. So I think they need to chew through certain project, get, get certain projects to a certain stage, including possibly release before they get to another, which begs the question, why did you announce it? But mm. I get, well, remember last year when they had that, that day, well, I don't know if it was D23 or whatever it was, but they announced like 10 projects and we all freaked out. I think, you know, yeah. that, that's, that's to make a splash. That's sort exactly of, that's like Netflix that- and Amazon back on their heels and it worked. But now we're saying, okay, but all this stuff you said, where is it? Can we get some updates? Hopefully this is the start of it. Yeah, I think this, this, this would be nice, you know? Like yeah, in, an, in an investor's call, like you could put all that stuff up there, like, but you know, things might eventually fall through and some of those projects not e- might not even come to a reality. So it's like, you're bumping your stock at that point in a way, you know what I mean? Like, here's what we're going to do, but it might not necessarily come to fruition. I think the things they put up there most likely will, but at the same time with these guys, you never know anymore. That's true. I mean, you, you do never know. And sometimes you say things, you know, do you want, you want to get your, your fans and your investors excited because you have 10 shows coming, which represents so many subscribers and so much money plus the merch. If you're an investor, you see dollar signs, you're excited. But if you're going to start bumping those projects off because for one reason or another, it falls apart. Um, you better have something else to replace it. But anyway, well, that, that's getting ahead of ourselves. Um, yeah. The, the project I want to hear something on is Acolyte. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, we're going to get something on that as well, for sure. You think? I would think so. so I, I, I wonder what the scope, I, I hope so. I mean, you want to tell me about all your projects? I, I'm, I'm all ears. But I wonder if this is sort of, we're looking ahead to 2022 projects. And, you know, stuff that's sort of tipping into 2023. I, I feel like a, a, Acolyte and Ahsoka, I feel like those are, you know, at l- minimum 2023 projects. Maybe 2024. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But uh, I'm greedy when it comes to Star Wars. So, you know, I, I'm hoping we get... It updates on all that stuff and if they want to if there was an announcement of a new live action show already if they want to throw another ball up in the air i'll complain about all the balls in the air but i'll be like yeah but it's cool because there's more star wars man but then you know like i just said if 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 let's say they announce uh whatever any type of live action show i wonder if that means something's fallen off the radar Who knows? Anyway, um, I think it's, you know, we, we enjoy these last, last few weeks of quiet because if you're into Star Wars and you're, and if you're like a crossover Star Wars MCU fan, as the three of us are, good God. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. We are about to, we're, we're going to be like Mr. Creosote. And I, I hope that more than two people got the reference. <laughs> Man. We got time. What What are you guys looking forward to for MCU stuff? Because hmm. uh, to be honest, Disney Plus MCU stuff is where my interest is. They're, the big screen stuff in the MCU right now is holding very little interest for me. Including I have stuff to that agree with you about. there. 
Like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see maybe a little more animated stuff on the Marvel side. That'd be kind of cool. Like, they, they really killed it with What If, in my opinion. You think? I think they killed it. Absolutely. I'd really like an announcement for season two. Definitely. Oh, that's, that's happening. That's that's official, I think. Really? Yeah. I think cool. that's already official. Yeah. Anyway, that... Uh, God. So I'm pretty sure we're getting we're going to get footage for She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel... And yep. Moon Knight. I'm pretty sure, you know, to match what Star Wars is, is doing with footage for like three shows, I think Marvel will match that. And my first appearance of Moon Knight will shoot through the roof. <laughs> Werewolf by Night 32. What a cynical money-making enterprise you are now. <laughs> um, I wonder if we'll get more on Hawkeye. That's, that is, I think of all anything MCU related big screen or movie, I think Hawkeye is the thing I'm looking forward to the most. And not because it's the next thing. It's just because that, that's the thing that's always had me most excited. It looks no, really good. Yeah, for me for me as well. Like the, the, That's the one thing about the MCU right now is um, I'm kind of tapped out with new characters. Like, oh. uh, It's like I, I, I'm still emotionally invested with some of the characters who are still alive. So, hey, get, give it to me. Well, and, this 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 is a, a changing of the guard story. Yeah, but still, it's still he's he's been there from Avengers one. So th- there's and I I like that character. I, yeah, I love think, Hawkeye. Yeah, he's uh, he's really cool. Uh, so and then there's also the thing with his daughter. Like you know, like is is, is she gonna take up the mantle? Or is she gonna be, you know? We already knew who, know who the new Hawkeye is going to be. No, but I'm saying like she she she's 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 a character in the comics. Like, well, it's Kate Bishop. Well, anyways, all I'm saying is that I, I like I, I like the, the 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 Hawkeye thing. I like the old older characters okay uh, stark is gone uh Cap steve gone. rogers yeah steve rogers is gone but um bucky's still there uh sam sam thor uh exactly you got thor you got hulk you, you have uh captain marvel wandavision captain marvel uh black panther 2 spider-man uh yeah exactly doctor strange there's so many different. There's so there, there's so many of those characters that we already know and we're invested in, that like maybe I understand they wanna they wanna broaden it, but I feel like right now my interest in Marvel movies that don't have those characters is zero. Oh yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I'm gonna watch it day one when it gets to Disney Plus, but I'm not- you talking about Eternals. Correct. Eternals. Eternals. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch Yang-Chi. I didn't watch Eternals. Shang-Chi um, hits Disney Plus next Friday. And that, that'll that be great. I'll, I've got something to watch next weekend. I'll be, immediately go. be watching it next weekend. But I had no I interest have, in going to I have to something the else to do. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... It, uh, I, I, I've read the reviews on Eternals as well, and they, they weren't that great. They're all over no, the map. It's terrible. It, it's all over the map. So... But again, it's it's one of those things. Watch it for yourself. Of course, it's always like that, especially with Marvel movies. And I think, again, I think the movie itself 
it might be broad and new and all that stuff, but I think it's going to be important in the long run. I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't been spoiled at all, but I think it's going to, it's definitely important to the next phase of what they're trying to do. Hopefully it's not just thrown in there. I I don't know. I have no comment on the Eternals. I've, I've heard everything from it's amazing to it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, that's quite the thing. It's, it's quite the thing. And, whatever we'll see we'll see but yeah they've got they've got a lot of work to do like we were so invested in you know throughout the infinity saga where you take these characters and you build them up slowly to these big events and now we got to start that cycle over again while wrapping up like these legacy characters that we've been used to for 10 12 years well that's why trust me the the reintroduction of a new fantastic four and x-men is going to reinvigorate the entire franchise and that's i think that's that's one of the at least for me it's one of the issues with the mcu is we're just waiting on that so all of this this current phase and however long it's supposed to last not that it feels not that it's filler but it feels like almost like placeholder content for me until we get to fantastic four and x-men because that's that's i think it's going to be a segue into that yeah, somewhere along the way, you would think that, yeah, they're going to start to introduce those those things. But those are also th- franchises that can blow away everything else. So you better get, you know, get, get whatever you have planned for some of these new characters. You better integrate them really well and endear them to fans before these other two big franchises come and like steamroll and push everybody out of the way. And that's our MCU talk for the for 2022 2021. <laughs> what about Rangers, man? Rangers? Rangers of the New Republic. That's dropped. Like what's that? That's done. That is no it's longer. Over? The, yeah, that's I believe that is off the off out of yeah, that's off the radar. Oh, now. dang. I didn't hear that, man. I I heard that uh it was possibly going to be uh, Hera as a lead and all that stuff. That was just rumor. Or a true, fan, but fan where'd wish. you hear that it's, it's off the docket? Well, Lucasfilm never came out and said that we're not doing this anymore. It's just apparently ever since um, Gina Carano's been shown the door or not brought back, well, whatever the situation is there, that show has been put on the shelf. That's my understanding. And again, well, it hopefully we'll find out more this week then about that one. That's, well, that's they, something they I'd like to hear about. If they don't mention it, you know, you'll have your answer. I guess, but they should mention it. I, I hate that they're so just like, you know, we had a banner, we had a, a logo for it and everything. It's like, come on, you can't just not pretend like we didn't see that. Like, I hate that. That's PR, man. Look, they're having this thing. It's a celebration of their ser- their streaming service, right? They're not going to then try and bog it down with, yeah, remember that that thing that happened earlier this year and we had to let somebody go? Yeah, we had to can the show. We had- I, I they don't, get that. They don't want to have that talk. At this event, but at one point they're it, it, don't like how can you get an, uh, a confirmation of that from them? Uh, It'll come out you in, know? A, in an interview at some point. It'll be slipped in. It should be sooner rather than later because that kind of stuff's not cool, man. Like I think that was one of those things that was building toward that MCU type version of Star Wars in the sense that you know we'd have multiple production in the works at once that were going to culminate into a singular event. That could have been really cool, man. But if this is off the docket, then let me just check. I'm I'm pretty Yo, sure. Call, that call, call your guy. Saying it, call my guy. <laughs> Development. Let's see. 
Call and Gina. I, you know, we're not going to, I don't think we're going to find anything official, but I have a feeling <clears throat> there was somebody, you know, one of those good inside sources that said that this show is, it's for now, it's no longer in production. I, f- I feel like that was mm. pretty well established. I didn't hear anything about that, to be honest. I, I thought it was just completely under wraps after the whole Gina thing. Like they're just trying to, trying to sweep it under the rug until they figured something out. But again, with a logo that came out and everything, it's one of those things that I said, it's like your stock can jump considerably because of something like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look at this cool show that's going to make the Disney Plus be amazing. Well, it's not happening anymore, but we're not going to say anything about it. So it's like, that's crazy to me. Well, I understand where you're coming from. Like the the lack of transparency is, is infuriating, but it's not impacting them at all. Like, Disney Plus is way ahead on their subscriber count where they projected they'd be, and I, their analysts called it. Yeah, and anal- analysts are <laughs> they're projecting that they're going to pass Netflix, who had like a 10, 12 year head start. Yep, they're going to pass them. I think by twenty twenty five or something. Which and anything can happen between now and then, of course. But analysts have their ways, and they're usually in the ballpark. That's crazy that Disney Plus is going to catch them and pass them. Completely wild. You should give give Gina a call, Kyle. Ask her how her movie's going with that. What is his name? Ben Shapiro. Oh, we don't, we don't, we don't do that here. What's it? It's going to be Warriors of the New Aristocracy. <laughs> That's Chop Rules with his E, everybody. He uh, social media stresses <laughs> them out, so let him have it. Bring it on. Slide into his That was DMs. funny. You ruined my joke, man. <laughs> All right, fellas. That's uh, let's let's wrap it up right then and there. Um, yeah, stay tuned for Disney Plus Day. It's going to be absolutely wild. It's going to be such a fun. Hopefully, it's going to be such a fun day, and we've, we're going to have a lot of new footage to take a look at. Just a week from now, we're going to be able to look at you and McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi. That that to me is amazing. That makes it real. That's going to make this project feel so much closer, so much more real, but it's going to start that, it's going to flip that interminable egg timer that I need this now. I need this in my eyeballs right now. But uh, that's it. Yeah, we're, we're going to put a pin in this podcast for this week. Let's get some more visions too. I want a confirmation on that. Let's say that before we. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I got to get me some more of that, man. <sighs> Oof. Yeah, I think that, I think you'll get that. I don't know if they'll announce that, but I'm pretty sure you'll get that. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> it was most people loved it most people i think were really really pleased with it so it's it just makes sense that they're going to do more anyway again trying for a third time to end the show if you want to catch up with any of us you can find us all where at least at least i'm there Corey's there not even if you tag him he's not going to show up but he's there he's in he's part of the group and i'm Carlos creeping on y'all uh, the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. That's where it's at. We invite invite you all to join in, join the fun. Uh, if you want to be part of the podcast in a bigger way, your questions, theories, your thoughts about Star Wars, you can send them to us at tumblingsaber at gmail.com. We will squeeze them into an upcoming episode. I love answering people's questions and kicking around their thoughts. It is, it is so much fun because uh, it's not something that we prep for. We just answer it and it uh, goes off the rails. that is fun i missed that all right and uh if you want to help us grow this little podcast again share it anywhere everywhere that you can tell your friends about it uh your personal friends your friends on social media retweet the links add some comments 
just share share the tumbling saber joy and uh, tell people that they're missing out if they're not subscribed. Uh, but that's it, guys. Uh, Carlos, where can find people find you between shows? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ccandidomusic. I might be getting off Twitter altogether. Uh, just say, yeah, it just no more funny man. Oh, no, I'm done with that. I'm done. I'm done. I don't have time, dude. No time to do anything. Uh, so, uh, yeah, check me out there, carloscandido.com uh, or uh, Carlos Candido Music uh, on Facebook and give my page a like. And uh, you can go check out my website uh, by the end of this month or actually in December. Uh, I'm going to be announcing um, um, more merch that's going to be available um, uh, to to uh, to fill up your your drawers. Awesome, and the stocking stuffers. Yep. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you should get a, do a collaboration with me undies. Do some, do, boop, boop, boop. I should. Uh, I really should. That's not the first time I heard you say that. That's no, but the, the thing is, I, I had I had a I had a bit of a relationship with them, and um, yeah, it just it became difficult to. Uh, yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't the, my type of deal that I was looking for, so I walked away from it. But uh, no, great products though. I love oh, me on these; they're great, so good. Free, like imagine free plugs from, to me undies. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're great. Uh, I'm, I haven't bought uh, any in a while. The, I mean, other than the the Star Wars ones and the Baby Yoda ones, like. Um, yeah, and I haven't haven't really repl- replenished. I, I moved I moved to something else, but um, yeah, I still have uh, I still have a few pairs, and uh, they're uh, they're holding up. Oh, that's you. you that's I literal. Didn't. That's literal. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that's what I do. Um, it's this this segment where we kind of give our social media stuff. It's falling apart. Corey's not <laughs> on it. You're de- deleting your Twitter. <laughs> my twitter presence has been slashed greatly why are we doing this twit look twit the only good thing about twitter is the search bar to see uh what the sports scores are yeah you don't that that's it because the rest is twitter is just a cesspool you just need to to throw the link to the facebook group and, and the website and, or the former website but you know what we've been email. doing this for so long i don't think i would know uh, next week i'll try it we're not going to do it next week we're not going to do it we're gonna just we're gonna try and end the podcast differently, and I'm not gonna know how to do it. You're gonna watch me just completely flop at the end because I'm not. gonna Let me do it. You want to? No, no, no. Kai, you got you got to do the <laughs> Irish goodbye. This. You got to do the Irish goodbye. <laughs> just end the show. <laughs> just yeah, end just the show. It. Just end the show. Cut the music. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm wondering if if Dave Donovan is really mad at you right now. Did Why? you just generalize Irish people? Is that a thing? Is that a, is that a real thing, Dave? Are you guys known for the the, the Irish goodbye? L- well, listen, to they me. are known for it. It's not <laughs> our fault. Listen, listen, listen. It's an okay? expression. It's an ex- first of all, it's an expression. Second of all, the Irish, uh, 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 unfortunately, <laughs> here it comes. Let's just leave it at that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing. It. I'm not. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> We're Irish, eh? Yeah, I know that. No, you do? 
And we're not Irish, Corey. Stop it. I'm Irish. Maybe you're not. But you're just a drunk. <laughs> See, that's what's not right. <laughs> <laughs> now you're stereotyping. Uh, all right. Our grandmother, who is Canadian but has Irish parents, doesn't make us Irish, Corey. It makes us like one sixteenth Irish. Get off it. That's fine. And I'm okay yeah, with that. But you probably got Irish in your French Canadian side too. So, you know, we're since eh. 18, since the 1830s, baby. Yeah. We're very eclectic. We're mutts. We're, have we're you done your an- mutts. You haven't done an- ancestry.ca. Kyle Actually, did a family tree or his girlfriend did a family or his wife did a family tree back in the day. Yeah. She, and she, she followed a line of my family way back. Hundreds yeah, and hundreds we, of years to the Merovingian men. <laughs> oh jesus christ no she was she, she was able to <laughs> the trace one line back like oh like a thousand no, I years i can't stop thinking about monica bellucci you son of a bitch <sighs> the ozygoths or whatever visigoths dude there's a visigoths we were the ozygoths okay the there's two groups oh okay fine anywho <laughs> looks like we're gonna flop our way to this podcast too <laughs> Let's let me handle this from now on. Oh my God. This. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, I am at Tumbling Saber in the, uh, in the Twitter machine and on Facebook. Again, come check out, come check out our group and have some fun, but uh, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you guys, everybody for spending your time with us. And until next week, continue staying safe and may the force be with you. Sitting here for hours looking at that show Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see Before my eyes, skies have ripped wide open.